Well, a couple days ago, not one, but two new Fast 9 trailers dropped. Uh, the longer one, just over four minutes, is an international trailer. And uh, it's very different than the other one, which surprised me. That one's about three and a half minutes long. A lot of additional footage opens with a scene from the movie uh, Dom and Letty versus Jacob. And uh, very exciting. So we're going to talk about those trailers. Plus, I have some more maybe crazy theories, speculations. I've been thinking a lot about where this last trilogy is going to go, who they're going to bring back, who they're going to save, who's going to die off. And I got some stuff I think you'll find really interesting. So let's get right into it. So a couple things I didn't really like in the new trailers. Uh, Roman with his plane, tank, submarine line. It's like, is he going to do that every movie? I like how he did it in 7. You know, he's very funny. But I think they could have done that more creatively, differently. And the other thing, uh, Han's dialogue. What is going on with that? It's bad enough the audio video doesn't really sync up. But that glad I'm back, and even when he says hold on or hang on, like that clearly wasn't Han's voice. Unless it changes in the movie for whatever reason. Because in the first trailer, in the spot, when we're reintroduced to him, he says, you know, a nice clubhouse. And that's Han's voice. So I don't know what's going on with this dialogue, but... That was just poorly done. I'm sure it'll be fixed for the final film, but I don't know. I mean, did that stand out to you? Let me know. So we see Sean, Earl, and Twinkie at the family barbecue. I don't think they knew that Han was alive, that he'd resurfaced. So I think they're reunited with him there. It's like a very emotional, sweet scene at the end of the movie. So in the trailer, Mia mentions we're going to need some help. So I think that Dom sends her and Letty to Tokyo to recruit Sean. And Earl tags along. And I'm not sure about Twinkie. We saw him in the trailer at the, the family barbecue, but other than that, we didn't see him in any other shots in the movie. But anyways, so they go there. Me and Letty, they get into some trouble, obviously. And that's where we're reintroduced to Han. He resurfaces. He snipes away the enemies. What he's doing there, who knows? I'm sure they'll have a clever storyline. Because I know some people are speculating like, well, he reaches out to someone or they stumble upon him. But I think this is a good way to bring him back. You might be like, well, no, the whole crew would be there because Han's alive. And well, no, they don't know that he's alive. So again, it's very clever. You send them to Tokyo to recruit Sean. And then Han ends up saving them. Now the sniping, that's interesting. Hey, we all had lives before you met us. Keep that in mind, that line. Or is this, uh, Edeon? You listen to the last podcast episode, I talk a lot about that. I think that Han died in that collision, the explosion in that. And that Edeon stepped in and they rebuilt him and they're going to unleash him in the next movie. So I'd love to go into that again, but that's in the previous episode. So they might even be weary of that, like, oh, pretty good sniping skills there, Han. Where'd that come from? Well, Santos is back, but we don't see any shots of Leo. 
So now I'm wondering if that empty seat is for him at the family barbecue. Leo and Santos, they were together. They're called upon. They showed up a bit in, you know, Fast and Furious 8. It's not that I don't want to see the character of Brian again. Because, you know, we're all big Paul Walker fans and that. But I think the shot of Dom looking at his iPad, watching the video from 7, that's really sweet. So I think him at home with the kids is very fitting. So the seat next to Mia... I mean, that's something for, like, the hardcore fans. Only us would spot, I feel. We'd be like, wait. And then you see the blue car. and So I think they're, uh, they want us to think that's him. But I, I still picture, like, Leo sitting down and just, like, patting me on the shoulder or hugging her or something. So people would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious what you think. But it'd be great to see those guys again. I mean, gosh, with uh, DK, Sean, Earl, Twinkie, and Leo and Santos all at the barbecue. I mean, 10 and 11, a whole nother, nother, nother level we're talking. So we got a great crew. Can you imagine how funny it's going to be with Rome, Tej, Twinkie, Leo, and Santos? You know in 10 or 11, there's going to be at least two scenes of them going back and forth, trading insults. Like picture in Fast Five when they meet. Picture that times two. (laughs) And then even Sean, like he'll be there just trying to tame all of them. Like, guys, we got a mission to do. Come on. Two fail. It's going to be hilarious. And I think 10 and 11 are going to be pretty dark chapters, or at least 10. I think that's going to be the Civil War. Going to divide everyone. But these guys are hilarious. Even the darkest of times, the scariest of times. So I can't wait to see the comedy. So obviously Mia has had the baby, lost the baby weight, second baby. Hopefully in this one we'll learn... Uh, if they had a boy, girl, what his name is. And I think a clever way to include Paul Walker, but while respecting his legacy, have a photo with him and the new baby, the new kid. Just use a photo, you know, like a stock image of him. So that way they're not recreating him, his character. That might be sweet. Or just a photo of the kid. Because, you know, they reference Brian and Mia and the Fate of the Furious, how they don't want to involve them. And now that we're going back to 1327, it'd be really sweet. And uh, what do you think the baby's name is, if it's a boy or a girl? So a lot of talk about magnets. We got those magnet bombs, magnet cars, magnet devices, etc., So what device is Cypher after in this one? She mentions it in one of the new trailers. And obviously Jacob is sent to retrieve it. What do you think it is? Is the device itself something to do with magnets? You know, we see a shot of Jacob and it looks like he's looking out as uh, a missile is launched. And you know, that's pretty scary. 
But I wonder if it's one component that she's after, or if it's several like before. And is this a different device? Well, it looks like the Fast family splits up from time to time throughout this movie. You got Rome and Tej going to space. I don't know if it was just them in that ship. You know, it'd be cool if Sean and Earl went up there also. Uh, you got Mia and Letty in Tokyo. Then you see shots like with Han and Mia in the same car, which is cool. And uh, yeah, some different locations and not everyone together. So it looks like they're going to have to split up because Dom is going to go after Jacob. And then you have to get this device. And you got to recruit Sean. Then Han resurfaces and looks like he's in on the action as well, which is very exciting. Well, Mama Shaw is out of the slammer. And looks like she's helping Dom. I'm curious, maybe she knows something about Cypher. Like her real name, she has anything on her anything useful because Cypher doesn't work alone maybe she's had some family some losses they recently announced that Vin Diesel's real life son will be playing a young Dominic Toretto in this movie so with a flashback I wonder I mean he's still a kid so if that's when the fallout with Jacob happened and Jacob mentions that Dom turned his back on him which is interesting. And whether Jacob is blood brother or not, if he's adopted or something, or half brother, it's really interesting because Dom is all about family. And he never mentioned anything that made us think like, oh, what's going on? Something from his past that he's not telling us. He just believes in family. So if these guys were kids when the fallout happened, then I'm ruling out it's because Jacob was getting into trouble, like major crimes and stuff. And maybe it's something to do with their dad. But uh, Dom didn't move out or anything, so what happened with Jacob? That'll be interesting. Because that could be a whole nother movie itself, them going into that relationship. I remember a few years back, before The Fate of the Furies came out, I posted something about... I could see Deckard working with the Fast family, maybe. And I didn't really go beyond that, like why or how. And someone replied, like, no way, this guy killed Han. So when the Fate of the Furious came out, people weren't too thrilled, especially at the end when he's at the family barbecue. And Letty mentioned, you know, when Mr. Nobody brought him in, she said, don't think we forgot what you did. And it doesn't really go beyond that. But of course, we see why he's brought in. Because him and Hobbs are the only two people who could track down Dom. And that makes sense. So despite everything that Cypher's done, do you think there's hope that she could be turned? That she may change her mind about things? And maybe even just drop everything. Just forget it and disappear for good. I mean, do you think she'll end up working with the Fast family? I know it's pretty extreme. But considering the Shaw storyline, which is very interesting, the turn there. I mean, does Cypher work for someone? Everybody works for somebody. 
Braga worked for Shaw, Shaw worked for Cypher. Cypher, we really don't know much about her. She doesn't work alone, she has her team. She's had her teams. But I figure they'll keep her alive at least for 10. And if she doesn't turn, they'll, you know, kill her character off, of course. But I just wonder, because we know so little about her. But I don't know if they want to do the same thing that they did with the Shaws. So let me know what you think. Okay, this new theory came to me a few hours ago. I was jotting down notes about the trailers. And I wrote out some more notes about it just to make sure everything lines up continuity-wise. And in Fast and Furious 7, we're given a few hints about Mr. Nobody. Because I think it's possible he's behind everything. He could be the Edeon director for all we know. This person who wants revenge on Hobbs. Maybe him and Hobbs had a shady past. Hobbs didn't trust him. But since he's done well with the Fast family, see, we don't know this history. And why introduce a new villain, the Edeon director? If we see their face and it's someone we don't know, this franchise has been bringing back characters. And slowly introducing new ones and then we meet their family in that. But uh, in Furious 7, there are a couple times they kind of teased us. We weren't sure if Mr. Nobody was going to turn on Dom and family. And he ends up like making a joke. Now picture this. So after Mr. Nobody gets shot, he's wounded. Not killed, by the way. Keep that in mind. He tells Dom and Brian to get out of there. Chopper lands. We see a henchman get out. And then we see Rhodes. His head pokes out of the chopper. He says something like, Good to see you, nobody. They acknowledge each other. They get him in the chopper. And it's like, that's pretty clear. Like, well, something's going on. Now, first I was like, well, Cypher, maybe piloting. That'd be kind of cool. But she would dispatch someone for that. Somebody who's wounded. You know, she wouldn't go there herself. And also, this always stood out to me. I don't think I ever mentioned it, though. This isn't a big factor in this, but... Azerbaijan scene when they're rescuing Ramsey. How did Mr. Nobody know that was Deckard Shaw in that vehicle? He arrives on scene, and even with satellite imaging in that, it seems like they couldn't get an angle to identify him like that fast. So what was going on there? I mean, cameras in all the vehicles and that, of course, but in the mountains, I doubt it. Unless maybe they had some mini drones flying around. But anyways, uh, everybody works for somebody. Everybody works for nobody. How about that? Mr. Nobody's trying to get this device built. He needs all the components. He has teens. Good, bad, it doesn't matter. Somebody tries to extort them, blackmail them. He'll just replace them. He'll send in a team to take them out, get the prize out, whatever. And then they become involved in another mission. Braga worked for Owen Shaw. Owen Shaw worked for Cypher. Cypher, we don't know. Maybe she answers to somebody, to nobody. Nobody is a somebody, I think. 
And in seven, I wasn't even convinced that Mr. Nobody knew Hobbs. I figured he stepped in after Hobbs is put in the hospital. He figured this is a perfect time to infiltrate the Fast family. But in Fate of the Furious, you know, he goes to the prison, him and Little Love Buddy, they're exchanged with Hobbs, and he says, good to see you, Nobody. Now, what if Nobody is the Edeon director? Now, he's playing all of his cards. He's got everything set up. Everybody's working for him. They're all pitted against each other, kind of. But I just, I don't want to picture a new villain being introduced after Cypher, and we have Jacob now. The Edeon director wants revenge on Hobbs, someone he's familiar with. But it all goes back to what happened between Nobody and Hobbs. Maybe Hobbs didn't trust him until he got in with the Fast family, so Hobbs and him have positive exchanges. But what happened before all this? You know, Hobbs' movie with his original team, that's a whole nother movie. Mr. Nobody, his origin. But he wants this device, he needs everything for it, and he's probably getting desperate. But again, good, bad, it doesn't matter to him. So what if little nobody overhears a conversation on a phone, or he reads an email or something? He ends up getting killed by Mr. Nobody, of course. But he kind of rats him out. He says, you guys, you gotta hear this, you gotta see this, something's going on. And maybe in Fast and Furious 9, Cypher isn't, hasn't really been captured. It was all staged by Mr. Nobody. Because at some point we see her in that jet and she's picking up Jacob's car. Now that could be before, I don't know. Maybe she does in fact get captured. But again, just like Cypher and Mr. Nobody, we don't really know the backstory of these characters. And instead of introducing more after Nine, I think they should keep in line with this idea that nobody is somebody. And everybody works for nobody, if that makes sense. Maybe that'll be a t-shirt one day. <laughs> and uh, I don't even know if we're going to see nobody in Fast and Furious Nine. We'll see. And little nobody. Because Hobbs and Shaw, they're keeping quiet. Because they're just saying, oh, they're working on a sequel. But I don't know about that. They gotta keep everything under wraps. But let me know what you think. Uh, if I missed something, something doesn't line up, please let me know. Heck, what's nobody's real name? What's Cypher's real name? Baxter, Beatrice. Well, here in the States, the movie is now scheduled to come out on June 25th of this year. It's been pushed back a couple times. We'll see if the date moves up or is pushed back again. Obviously, they're set on a theatrical release, which I understand, but I'd really, I wouldn't mind watching this at home. You know, you got great picture, great sound, and even if some theaters have limited capacity, I know they want to make their money back, but I don't know. We'll see if everything reopens, but but very excited for this. Uh, someone had posted the runtime at like three hours and eight minutes. If you Google Fast Furious 9, it comes up. Uh, that's been on there for a while. I would rule that out until the, it gets closer to the release date because they could still be working on the film, like finishing up or maybe even adding stuff. 
since it's been delayed. I don't know, three hours and eight minutes. I mean, we still have two more chapters, so this one... I mean, I bet it's going to be over two hours. Close to two and a half, but... With these ones, I don't know. I mean, you don't want them... I don't know, they're so good. There's so much action in that, but... Like, two and a half hours, I think, is a good fit for these films. And uh, 10 and 11... With 10, it sounds like there's going to be a cliffhanger. They're going to film them at the same time. They may already be filming them. Heck, they could be around me somewhere. Who knows? But yeah, so June 25th in theaters. Maybe same day on demand. That'd be awesome. But we'll see. Anything moves up, moves down. Uh, the streaming platforms, you know, maybe they didn't offer enough. I mean, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, as you guys know. And exclusivity, because if you're only on Netflix, but then you look at uh, cable TV and, you know, they're not getting many movies on the premiums. But it's an all-out war, I tell you. But I can't wait to see it and to talk about it, to hear from all of you. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, the podcast is available anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I divide the episodes into clips available on my YouTube channel. So check them out, leave some feedback. I'd love to hear from you, all your thoughts, speculations, theories, excitement, disappointments. But uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you soon. Episode 9 for Fast and Furious 9. There we go.